1240 AM Radio, WSBC. Yeah. Welcome back, folks, to another week oh, of the yeah. Hoolies Hooli Radio Hour. This show is presented to you by Fox's Beverly Pizza, the finest thin crust pizza on Western Avenue in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood. Go inside, tell Ryan Fox you know us, and say hello today. Yeah, please do. Flood Brothers Disposal. The greatest. Gotta, someone's got to pick up the garbage. Might as well be the greatest at it in the world, the Flood Brothers. Love it. Madden Funds. If you have any money left, I know times are tight for people, but if you're thinking about the future, which you should be, call Mike or Dan Madden today. Yep. And they'll come up with some great advice for you. That's correct. And Guinness Irish Stout. Guinness is good for you. My name's Patty Houlihan. I'll be your host all hour. Joining me as always to my left, What's twin, happening? twin brother Billy. Billy, Wonderful hi. to be here. And to the left of him, the greatest person in the world, Mr. Clayton O'Brien. Clayton. Hey. Welcome back. Hey, yeah. how do you guys like my outfit tonight? I walked in. I Boy, told Clay. Very proud of it. They call this what I have on a barn jacket, I believe. Oh yes, they're okay. back in style, I think. Yes, right. Kevin Castor made those popular again. Yeah, you wear those you, you Yellowstone. Be... Yeah, I well, am, the car. I'm the, correct. I'm the, correct. Yes, the Carhartt brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is has blown up again. All of a sudden, these young hipsters are all wearing Carhartt now. Yeah, posers, man. Girls were wearing car. Like when I was a kid, Carhartt was for guys from Mount Greenwood that smoked and they're you know they work construction and worked in construction. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, now they take the Carhartts and like roll them around in mud and make them look dirty, and then you know, they right? Don't, they don't earn the filth. They all want to look like Casey Affleck's character in that Dunkin' Donuts bit from a couple years ago. Yeah, that's the look. They're all going for that look. Yeah. They're not getting it. Um, and and so that was an SNL sketch, by the way, which is one which of the which is great. It is great. It's yes. one of the better sketches been on an SNL in years. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in kind of a mar. I I, I call you're this in a Marlboro mood. Yeah, I called this look when I before I was leaving the house. I looked in the mirror and, and to, for the listeners, I have a nice flannel. Mm-hmm. It's uh, blue, red, and white checked, so it's very Americana. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I have a very kind of J. Crewish sweatshirt over it. Yes, like sure. an '80s sweatshirt, but it's crew neck. Which no one who works in a barn would ever wear. Uh, yeah. Maybe. They might wear this. People in barns wear sweatshirts all the time. People in barns. <laughs> Daddy, do people in barns wear sweatshirts? You betcha. Listen. They were overalls. Not this kind of sweatshirt, though. But uh, this is a, this is like a fashionable sweatshirt, I suppose is you it? call this. It's okay. like a half sweater. Yep. Half sweatshirt. Like yeah. it doesn't know what it wants to be. It's, it looks attractive on me. And it looks great. <laughs> It looks great over this beautiful flannel, and then I found this barn jacket in the closet. Where'd you find the barn jacket? I don't know. It's been in my closet for years. I, fr- I don't think it was mine. Is it mine. a thrift store deal? It might be a woman's. But a it may- dead I put- woman's raincoat? It's a dead woman's raincoat. <laughs> but you know what? That dead woman's raincoat, when I put it on over this beautiful flannel and sweatshirt, becomes. I- I'm in Marlboro country. Yeah. Uh, and you was- smoke, which makes it even nicer. Well, I was looking at myself in the mirror, and I went, you know, this is one of the rare outfits that I have that actually accompanies you need cowboy my boots. cigarette habit. Uh, Are you guys cowboy boot guys? No. No. Have you ever put a pair on? My dad uh, has them and no. says they're the most comfortable things he's ever worn. Is like he he was a big cowboy boot guy for years. Is that right? Green ostrich cowboy boots. He wore them for a decade, I think. Yeah, Yikes. but then he also broke his leg in them. Yeah, I'll never forget that either. Trying to ice skate. Yeah, I don't know. Trying to like, ice skate after a couple <laughs> popsicles. Here's my thing about cowboy boots. <laughs> on the street. Yeah. Are you a cowboy skating. boots guy? I am not. All right. I've so. never I've never put a pair on my on my dogs. A nice pair of Justins is what you're looking for, maybe. No, no, no. We have a friend who wears cowboy boots, uh, and then there's two types of guys that wear the cowboy. There's the Mel Gibson the kind of. Yeah, there's the cowboy guy who's like a real then cowboy. Then there's the Euro cowboy. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's some Euro cowboy. <laughs> those are like uh, like a Frenchman. Those are more like uh, with like tight jeans and a leather jacket. Yeah, leather. You know? Those are what black are leather boots. And what about the leather driving gloves? Are we Four bringing them back this episode? Mouth. Yeah, the driving gloves. Driving gloves, a yes, ball yes, gag, yes. all kinds of other crazy <laughs> leather-inspired out, out attire. Uh, and a bear's hat. And a bear's hat. <laughs> Most important. Black no, leather bear's hat. Bringing back to your question. Black leather bear's hat. You should get a black leather bear's hat. Cowboy boots. Yes. You're not into them. I, I would, if I had hair, I think I would consider them more if I wasn't balding. Oh, yeah, okay. I have a, th like, bald guys in cowboy boots, it just doesn't, I don't know, looks weird, you know? Okay. They don't look like they're in Marlboro country. It depends uh, on you how they got. You have long, flowing, like, white That's not hair. true. You need a tight cowboy hat. Yeah, I do need a tight cowboy <laughs> hat. <laughs> I was watching the, I think you're right. the Texas uh, Rangers-Houston Astros game earlier, and there was a bunch of cowboy hats. Do you, have a, do you own a cowboy hat? I do not. Yeah, you're right. I think if you're gonna go with boots, you gotta a, a, go a, go balls go, out, go all in, become yes. a cowboy hat wearing guy. Do you have a cowboy hat? No, no. I'd like one though. I think I'd wear one. They're if like nine hundred dollars. I know, like a nice. What are they, what's the brand? Stetson make the cowboy? The <laughs> no, ones? they made cologne. Yes, I thought with they a had cowboy, a cowboy hat, hat on I, the no, bottle. No, I thought it was Stetson hats. No, you need the uh, the Burns oh, company. Oh, Mike's got a black leather Bears hat pulled up for us to look at. How much is that going for? Is that eBay? That looks tight. It's it is tight. No, there's a company in Park City that makes the custom cowboy hats. Really? Yeah, it's called Burns. I think the Burns company. And are and they're and like a thousand bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks for the leather bears cap. Look up the Burns company in Utah <laughs> cowboy hats. Let me get a press check on that. Um, let's get a press, <laughs> get a press check, check on that. <laughs> let me get a press check. We're on talking a, we're, five we're, gallon. We're coming fashion talk out of the gate. No, uh, Clay, I've never done cowboy boots. You should have got into fashion, Patty. You would have been a nice designer. I think I would have. Yeah. I mean, Billy, that's Billy's collection. We already know that Billy is a future designer. <laughs> Bill, um, you could have been a fashion designer. I would have loved that I would job. love to see Bill screaming at a room full of models. Get ready, ladies. Let's go. You know what, Clay? Bill and I could have been a great design team. I don't know you if I would have done been. women's clothes. You, yes, you would have. We could have had like we could have had a cool smoking jacket. Patty and Billy. Oh, yeah, what I kind of jacket is is that? A Patty and Billy jacket you're wearing? A P and B. A P and B. A Patty and Billy. Peanut butter. That's the name of your. Check out these all new <laughs> butthugger jeans by Patty line. and Billy. Peanut butter clothing. Have you seen the peanut butter line? <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Anyway, I'm feeling very Marlboro country, and I've had. Uh, Burns uh three three hundred and ninety five dollars for a cowboy hat. Isn't that something? Yeah. I, I suppose though, like if you want you have to get consulted on buying one of those hats, I think. Yeah. Like you gotta go in and go and the guy looks at the frame of I've your face. I've been through the process. Because I think you're my more wife's in this got category. one. No, she didn't get a cowboy hat. It's more like a you know like a, a Mary Daly hat. You know, the hat he used to wear. It's like a, a fedora. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. In okay. between a fedora and a cowboy hat, I guess. Yeah. But we went to this place and you like they make it for you like they steam it, it, it and they yeah. fit it and the, but yeah they give you like a a forty five minute deal on how to do it. Do you think there's a do you think there's a club in Chicago like the Fedora Boys Club where like the Fedora Boys <laughs> wherever yes I do wherever it is, like you know because when you d adopt that look now. a true Fedora there's a guy that yeah there's uh, I've seen a, a guy at, at my kid's school that wears a Fedora pretty regularly. every every day. Every day, He's pretty regular about it. I well, see, that's very His old. Name's Indiana Jones. Yes, <laughs> he's an archaeologist, I believe. Yeah, he's, always yeah. on, he's always on the ground looking it, for stuff. He'd actually be old cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> he says, ah, "I like your Marlboro Country he outfit." He smells it and puts it in. Yeah, <laughs> dusts it off with a brush.
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Puts it in a little piece of glass. <laughs> Saves it. Yeah. Anyway, then insane. he whips something. His child. <laughs> he whips the door handle said, and opens the, car. opens the door of the car, <laughs> of his Lincoln Town car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fedora boys. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> if you decide... Why, would you join? Man. Sorry for interrupting. Well, I think when the you Fedora take... boys could be kind of intimidating, I would I say. I feel like it's a group of like 60-year-old Latin men. It might be. <laughs> I mean, that's very possible. <laughs> but there's got to be a club like that. There's got like... When you take on that persona where you're like, I'm going to be this guy now. I'm going to start that's wearing like a Fedora. That's like beyond hipster. I think it's like there's a whole genre of guys on like Instagram. They're like period uh, period dressers. Yes, period. So it's guy. He's like walking up to the camera, like putting on you know suspenders and that fedora, and he's dressed uh, all in forties crap. Okay, and he's got like an old timey radio behind him. Oh, and he's really impressive. And, you know? uh, that's his shtick. Yeah, and he's got like his his super weird mustache, and he's forties guy. He's forties guy. <laughs> okay. He fits yeah, an armpit, a, a newspaper under his arm, and pretends like he's walking out the door. There's a there's a couple that does it too. I watch. It's like one they're of those, like TikToks, they're like real. Yeah, I watch it. It's like you know, a guilty. You guilty. Know, you, yeah. you love to hate something. Sure. It's one of those things that I. I watch. think most of what's on the internet is love to hate. It's becoming point. that way. Yes. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day. He's like, you know, when you're creating a brand. Yeah. Who are you speaking to? What? I'm talking to the world of listeners out there no, beyond I'm you saying, guys. Who was telling you this? Oh, the internet. <laughs> a voice I heard on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I got went down a LinkedIn wormhole and I heard this tidbit of knowledge. Yeah. So when you when you're building a brand, yes. Okay. There's going to be 10% that loves you. Correct. 10% that hates you. Right. 60% that are indifferent. And that leaves. That leads to ten percent that you're actually speaking to. That they like you know, like they love you because for no matter there's ten percent that was gonna love you no matter what. Yeah. There's ten percent that just wants to hate you right away. Sure. And then there's seventy percent that so what is saying? indifferent. And then there's another ten percent that you capture. So okay? keep throwing crap at the because wall. Because if you and if you have the faith to just keep speaking to your audience. That's what Joel Osteen said. Yes. Yeah. Ten percent of seven point eight billion is pretty good. That's a lot of listeners. That's what Joel Osteen knows. He, he knows that ten percent of a, a million is all he needs to be a billionaire. So that's all he go, shoots for. And what? then he's slapping flight attendants or whatever. It's obvious. Is he slapping flight attendants? No, that was his wife. We have to take a commercial break. <laughs> we haven't talked about Joel Osteen in a while. Ah, he's a great guy. You might run into him at Fox's Pizza if you're lucky. He loves. Pizza. You got to wear a fedora and you got to look like you're from Marlboro. Country. If you see him there, tip your fedora to him. Tip your fedora and put a cigarette butt out on the floor in your cowboy boot right in front of him and go, Indiana's coming to get it. <laughs> see what he says. Mm-hmm. This can only happen at Fox's Beverly Pizza, the finest thin crust pizza on the South Side. Hooli's Hooli returns after these. Chicago South Siders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pickup or delivery. 
where you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Fox's in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630 1400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Hang in there. We're almost ready for some more of the Hoolies Hoolies. Stay tuned. With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. Hey, listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the Musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should, too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. Everybody, it's Joe Cocker. Oh yeah! Welcome to Fedora Boys, a club for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's got to, it's got to exist. Mike at the break. A club for bald men. A club for bald guys who like wearing hats and they want to feel comfortable and masculine they in their own hats. They environment. Hats. They want to talk hats. They want to look at hats. They want to live and breathe their fedora. Yeah. Only at Fedora Boys, a all-new club in Addison, Illinois. 
Yeah. <laughs> For between sure. the liquor store and the subway. Right, bet- <laughs> right between the liquor store and subway. It's off of Army Trail Road. <laughs> Eat fresh. Eat fresh, Fedora Boy. And drink well. Yeah, and drink well. <laughs> the all-new 88-ounce cherry Coke on special. Have you seen the size of these Cokes <laughs> Oh, lately? Fedora Boys and fast food commercials? Oh, it's a promotional thing that Subway oh, threw into the Fedora cross Boys. cross-promotion between the liquor store, the Fedora hats shop, and uh, Subway. Oh, that's a great bit. Yeah. Since Jared's locked up. Well, ads all... That's what's coming next, is ads are just going to... Brands are going to get together, and they're going, can we just hashtag each other in a, in a commercial? I'm so sick of it all, aren't you? Yeah, I am. It's, it's, it's exhausting. It, it really is being exhausting. Alive. The, the, in, just inundated with media all day. Inundated with nonsense and crap and Jake Paul and... Oh, know. Jake Paul, man. Do your kids like Jake Paul? No, nah, I don't Logan Paul he, or Jake Paul? I don't think they know who he is. My son Mike is into that. I try to curb like what they're watching. He's not really kid-friendly, is he, old Jake Paul? No, not really. Show Mike Tyson. He's kid-friendly. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want you looking at Jake Paul, but there's this guy who was convicted of rape. Yeah. Uh, everyone seemed to forget about. People but he's an amazing <laughs> boxer, and he's funny, and he smokes weed now, so we all love him. <laughs> He also threatened to kill people. <laughs> Yay! So no more Logan Paul. Only Mike Tyson for you. Yeah, yeah. You look at your menu options. The debase society <laughs> of the world. The debases. The debases. <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, I don't either. Mike I had Tyson's another, a good guy. You know right? what happened? He came back to me and again this week. A sty. I had a sty oh, again. Jesus Christ, Ruined my week. Absolutely, like... This one knocked me out. My eyeball. I looked like. Uh, What'd you do? I looked like I got dropped in like toxic. You know, like I was toxic Avenger. Maybe I was having like fallout or something. Like my eye was all budged. Mm. You yeah. Know? And I was, look. I woke What'd up. What'd you touch? I don't know. You mm. the sty boy, man. Yeah, sty. Sty fingers. I think it's like Stiley. yeah, sty fingers. <laughs> I think it's because maybe it might. It's got to be stress related in some way. Probably, yeah. It's probably related to thrift store uh, shirts. Oh, could Being be. pulled over your head. Yes, you're right. <laughs> there is a price for Marlboro Country, isn't there? Yes, there a is. Die. Do you buy T-shirts from the thrift shop? No way, man. Oh uh, no, check that. I have. Which one? I th- like it's got to touch me in a way. There's has it's to be, be a- it's what like a Spud <laughs> McKenzie. Yeah, there's got to be an emotional connection to it. Whether it's like something from my youth, or uh, something from the future. Something I just tickles me mm. privately. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> remember something the, that remember I think the, is hip. Remember the Bacardi shirt that I had? Yeah. If I found that in a, a thrift store, I'm I have, immediately I, buying it. I own a shirt that's very similar to that. And not that it's... Uh, that material. Li- it's so thin that it's <laughs> on the verge of being extinct. Like you could almost see at my, any day now the color of my skin through it. This that's is how, how thin this one it was. is. This one is like, <laughs> it's invisible. But it's beautiful. I remember yeah. uh, Mike Bobak had a neighbor whose dog, Nunnick. Ate your shirt. Yeah, ripped the back of it. I had two Bacardi shirts. And I had, I had lost, two Bacardi I shirts, officer. Of, <laughs> I lost one of them, and then Nunnick ripped the back of it. And... Yeah, you don't see the youth wearing Marlboro t-shirts or Yeah, now that I think about it, I was wearing a or... liquor t-shirt when I was in sixth and seventh I wore grade. Marlboro stuff for like five years. Oh, I remember when we were kids, when we were like seventh or eighth I couldn't grade. wait to throw a Marlboro shirt If you shirt got on. your hands... On a cigarette. On a pocket tee Marlboro t-shirt? Oh, come on. You were one of the toughest, coolest people in town <laughs> yeah. at your age. Like, you're just like a seventh grade. You were on Sebastian Box level. You were trying to be. No, you were there. But you were, yeah. <laughs> Bill, do you remember our friend Kinjal Shaw? Yeah. All right, so Kinjal, 
uh, was an Indian kid. His dad owned a bodega yes. near the L. And right. we were like right at the L stop. And he would give you all the free shirts. No, and yes, he would. Kids would be like, I got the hookup on those Marlboro hoodies, you know? And we were like, <laughs> Where are they? He was yeah. like, My you still dad's have got them. Was the question. Uh, he got I me did, one. Are, Where yeah. are they all? Where's all your Marlboro gear? At Goodwill, somewhere. You got to relocate it. I got to. Yes, mission for next week. <laughs> relocate Marlboro sweatshirt. Now that you guys say this, <laughs> wait, I saw a guy today. How can it's been in circulation so long? Yeah. I saw an. Inc- I should have taken a picture of him, but I didn't want to. Like I was. You didn't want to get area. killed. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. I saw a guy today, and it was only at the corner of Harlem and uh, in Jackson in Forest Park, where the uh, I know it the well. Thorntons is there. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful area. And there's dude was coming out of good Thornton's. vacation spot that Thornton. Oh, for a lot of people in between the highways. Yeah, yeah. they like to hang out there if you got certain problems. Yeah, if you need problems. Um. <laughs> But I saw a guy walking out, and he had on a sweatshirt, like a hoodie. Yep. But it was the exact design of a Newport box. box? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, okay. So it had, like, the white stripes? It had the white stripes in it. It said Newport along, across his chest. It had the gold trim, like it was the pull tab to open it up. I mean, Come it was on. unreal. It was a package shirt. It was a full pack of cigarettes shirt. And I was like, is this guy wearing? I'm like, and he of was course act- he was wearing He was walking around like, you should have you offered know? to buy it from him. That's like something you'd see. Oh, Mike just pulled He's it up. He's got him up. That's exactly what he was wearing. That's what he was wearing? Yeah. How much is that? There's Newport sweatshirts for sale on the Bill. internet. I mean, that thing's ridiculous. Fifty-nine dollars for this thing. You What's can pay with Klarna. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you Bill, can. You, just, you might get a birthday gift. Uh, how come Dad doesn't have any money? Well, he's been buying Newport sweatshirts on Klarna. The juice just kicked in. <laughs> you should. Uh, that'd be a great Halloween costume. It's like not a Halloween costume. It's a beautiful. Th- no, that's great. you wear that's that out. Day wear. That's like, everyday wear. You're like, what's hundred <laughs> percent? You're like, are you supposed to be a cigarette? You're like, no, it's just me. Right. I, but a, I don't smoke, so I'm I can't wear it. Pop. I'd be a fraud if I if I wore it. Yeah, you get. You have to be a smoker if you, you have, have that smoker. shirt. It's got to be a part of the deal. But wear you did, it to church. <laughs> Mike says, yeah. Wear it to mass with the with the Newport sweatshirt. Wear it to school pickup. Father, can you bless my Newport sweatshirt? Father, a quick reading from my Newport sweatshirt. Why? Well, it's a sign of my faults, and I'm hoping that if you bless this, I'll want to take it off. Are you off kidding soon. me? There's a guy that like irons his Newport kidding? sweatshirt that like sprays it with cologne Dry before cleaner he puts only? it on. Yeah, he's like, yes. Did you get my Newport sweatshirt from the cleaners? Star Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted stiff. I wanted stiff. I want it looking new. No, we should get that for Bill. I'll wear it. I'll take a picture with it on for sure. No, you'll wear it. Oh, I'll wear it out. Yeah, every I'll... day. Watch, I'll wear it out, and like some, like a supermodel will come up to me and be like, "Hi, hi, you want to get married?" And I'd be like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> is this what it was all about all along? All I had to do was put this thing." Hi, I'm, my name is Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> yeah, Junior. Like, Claudia Schiffer Junior. <laughs> like I win the lottery. Want to get married? <laughs> want to get yeah. married? Like I Your put the, sweatshirt has like, completely like, melted my brain. You could do brain. a really funny movie about a guy wearing a Newport sweatshirt and his life just everything. Yeah, yeah, we already wrote that movie. It's we called Penis Head. Yeah, we did. Yes, I forgot we about did Penis Head. Penis Head could wear that though. Penis Head for sure. He would comes wear out that. when he comes out of jail. He's got that on. Yes. the new man. I like it with the with the with the, the, the penis head tattoo still there. With the urethra <laughs> tattooed on his skull. Yeah, it's crack. <laughs> but yeah, but now he's a reformed Muslim. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> He's wearing like one of those muzzle like Mike beans. Tyson. Like Mike. Hey, uh, it all for, goes back for the to listeners Mike. who are confused about what we're speaking of, uh, 
Go this back four episodes. Four three. episodes. There's an amazing. He actually devoted two episodes though. He's a pop culture icon now, and he's part of the ethos of this show now. <laughs> Penis head <laughs> is his name. Yeah. And social influencer. He's a social influencer, and he happens. To, the whole shtick, folks, is a tattooed urethra and uh, some other male parts on his uh, bald head. I have an announcement. Go ahead. You said uh, after one of our ridiculous text messages. You said we Exchanges. should, um, yeah. When I sent you the the uh, photoshopped image of you and Bill, as right said Fred, that you requested for me, I Left did. Said Fred, yeah. Because I was, I woke up to a, fr- a frantic text at nine a.m. Yeah. Can you uh, Photoshop Bill and I's face on this? And it was a picture of right said Fred. He's <laughs> saying, I'm too sexy for this shirt. Well, and I completed the mission and sent it back to you. It was beautiful. It's fantastic. Uh, but yeah. then, well, let me finish my announcement. But then, uh, you said we should have like. Uh, a Facebook page of all of our nonsense. I of our memes. You should start. So you're going to start that. I, if you make the art, I will post. Then let's let's shake hands. <laughs> let's do <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was thinking of ways, you know, this show is very silly. It goes off the rails. And uh, I was listening to last week's episode, and I remembered about Right Said Fred. Like, it popped into my head. Uh, how Bill and I, because we're both bald now, we can resemble that, and we can have a cover act called Left Said Fred. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're going to take Vegas by storm. Yeah. Um, so uh, you made a meme. I, I listed, Clay, you must make a meme of this of, of the two uh, Right Said Fred characters and put our faces on it. It wasn't as hard as you think. No, no. You guys look um, like But getting that. back to it. Yeah, hey, how did you it. make the Right Said Fred meme? It I wasn't thought... as hard as you think. <laughs> they, were ge- they were German. <laughs> they were from England. They're two English guys. Yeah, they are English boys. It's pathetic. All right. What did you say, Bill? Nothing. You had something to say like two seconds ago. Oh, I said, you know, the whole thing about like, you know, the Newport thing that it's a great costume <laughs> idea for everyone. Bill's still on Newport. Uh, I had a sty and it ruined my week. Oh, yeah. Back to your sty problem. Uh, yeah. Stop touching your face. I don't see. Yeah. Brush your teeth. <laughs> stop touching your face. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Stop. Hey. Put eye drops in. Is that what you do now? Uh, it's an ointment, which I don't yeah, like. Yeah, this is what they give you last time. Yeah. But I can't you figure gotta, out. You need a new eye doctor. I don't have an eye doctor. That's what I think I need. Who's your eye doctor? Uh, I don't have one. My dad has an eye doctor. Dr. Igo, give him a shout out. Someone's talking. A robot. Oh, it's my watch. Oh, did she answer for me? It says you have, oh, it's these darn eye watches. See, now they talk to you. Yeah, robots. Do they really? Thing. Yeah, that's what I don't like about it. You got 10% battery left, something like that. This whole oh. conversation is being recorded. It's being recorded anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, that the sty put me. Put Can me you down. blink? I couldn't. Blink for a couple, twice. I couldn't if you're for a couple days. I was in pain. Like it hurts. Like it feels like a. Like you ever get like punched real hard and get a knot yeah. near your eye? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Like a bulging blood knot. Oh, I've I've had a sty. Oh, a yeah. bulging blood knot. Mm-hmm. Feels like a bulging bulging blood knot. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Crack you upside the head, make you feel like you had a sty for weeks. I saw that uh, Jose Abreu. You remember that guy? Sure, he's an Astro now. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he hit a, a pretty significant home run tonight for the Astros. Which was? Which was uh, out of the ballpark, as they say. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I didn't watch the game. Yeah, the it's the Astros. It said that the Sox players go on to do terrific things elsewhere. I think Abreu knew what he was doing when he went there. He was. Uh, not yeah. trying on the socks and then trying? No, no. No, he tried, he on, the tried on the socks. He tried on the socks. He just wanted to go to a team where he could win. Made yeah. a smart decision. 
It's correct. You know what? I can't believe it, but we're already at the point where I have to leave Radio Land and, and join everybody over in Podcast oh, Land. Oh, sure. Yes. And I've been on very kind of a dream pop, Clay. I said that before the show. Dream pop kick. Yeah, what the hell is musically? that? Musically. I don't... It's, uh, you know, jangling guitars and walls of sound. And, oh. Uh, and I started listening to the Dream Academy again. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, people will recognize this group from, like, John Hughes movies of the 80s. But this is called Johnny New Light. Was a child when the wheels of progress came and slowed things down again.
It's a blowhead song. Now, class, follow me. Welcome back, Hoolies Hooli. We're in the second half of the program. We're in podcast land now, and we played Johnny Newlight by the Dream Academy. And I was telling Mike, our producer at the break, the reason that I like I went down a John Hughes kick where I was reading up on him. Uh, this week, during during probably when I should have been derp, working. Derp, derp, derp. Yes, when I when I was derp, derp, and during the day, and uh, I was interested in the choices that Hughes made for all these iconic uh, Chicago-based '80s films, and it, it, they had a dream pop sound. So, like last week, listen to Laurel, talk yes. about her, mm-hmm. my Bumble dream. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like <laughs> now, I don't know what like that. I think the universe has put me into a dream pop. Thing. Yeah, I'm in a dream be... pop world right okay. now. What are you gonna do with it? Um, I'm wearing cowboy stuff, so I'm obviously not. <laughs> you are in not sync. wearing cowboy stuff. <laughs> you, you're wearing zero, zero things that qualify as cowboy. Yeah, well, I like to think myself. You're wearing blue bit. pants that like a cop would wear. Okay, and your flannel and your sweatshirt. Uh, yeah. Anyone could wear those. That's true. Well, maybe I am in a dream pop world, and then that's, this is what they wear. Yeah. Mike said, "Oh, at the break, he goes, maybe you should be an '80s rocker." For Halloween, that's what you are. Oh, well, that's I, I think everybody looks like that now. That's part of the uh, aesthetic of uh, fashion. In, if Taylor in Swift's life. doing it, then everyone is. You know? right. Yes, exactly. Are you sick of her? Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm sick of Swift. My daughter really likes her though, so I'm gonna be I have to be into her for a while. Yeah, oh, like uh, you should listen. You know what I did when I got out Swifted when my Charlotte had a Swift phase for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of bored of her, but then I discovered Ryan Adams covering Swift's 1989 album. It's mm. got a different rip on it. And uh, that it, made you happy. I said, I was like, Charlotte, can we find a middle ground here? Can I put on this instead? You know, it's still still T Swift, but it's a little different. Yeah, a little more my flavor. Okay, but, I'm gonna uh, put on Motley Crue and see if she'll get into that. Oh, she, I, I, I would love if Charlotte got into like. Skid Row. Girl, don't go Ma- away, man. Yeah, like how many how many young girls out there are like just listening to old hair metal? All day? Probably more than you think. I would, yeah. I guess uh, they're terrible now. Molly Cruz on some tour. There's these videos of Vince Neil trying to sing that are pretty hilarious. I saw a picture of him. He's he can't like, even talk, and he's like so like out of shape and fat. He can't breathe either. Well, I th- <laughs> it's there a was combination. There was an element of screaming in those songs. He that, had a like, really good voice though back in the day. A good screaming voice. He know? wasn't a screamer. He he had like uh, you know vibrato, if you will. Oh yeah, he did. Didn't the old Vince Neil? He had a little vibrato. V- vibrato is that the correct term? Uh, vibrato. Yes. Vibrato. <laughs> Not bravado. <laughs> he didn't have that. He had vibrato. What? And he wore a mavato. He wore a fedora. He did indeed. He wishes. Vince Steele's got a fedora for sure. He's got several. Yeah. <laughs> well, who cares about Vince Neil? We just listened to the he's Dream Academy. Probably got Academy. the Newport sweatshirt too. That's what he's wearing at his next concert. The a Newport fedora. sweatshirt. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, Vince, we got the fedora and a Newport sweatshirt for. He's like, look, uh, they're gonna boot me off stage anyway. I might as well look yeah. crazy. Wait, hey, we're doing uh, for the show in Toledo. I got the uh, the Newport sweatshirt and the uh, fedora for you. You're Vince. the tour manager, Vince. You're looking kind of fat. We're gonna put you in hoodies for put the rest this of the Newport, tour. Put this fifty nine dollar Newport shirt on. This we just cut a deal with Newport. You gotta wear this. 
I also want you to take up smoking. If you're not going to sing the refrains of the songs, because <laughs> you're, you're already out of breath, then let's go for <laughs> it. Right, yeah, Mike's got a picture. There's a picture of him in a fedora. Yeah, he looks great. Yes, he does. I'm sure he's a real nice guy. Vince Neil? Yeah, I'm sure he's okay. I'd love to have him on the program. I'd love to have dinner with him. I'd love to knock down like that 12-pack with Vince Neil. I'd love to share a Big Mac with him. Not not share a Big Mac. Each have our own. Mm. I'd not like, like to... take bites in the hand <laughs> back and forth to each other. That'd be yeah. kind of cool, though, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like share, like a stoned shared Big Mac. <laughs> like you haven't eaten in a couple of days. You both got cotton mouth real bad. I, I, I bite first, you bite second. I bite third, you bite fourth. Fair? Wow. Yeah, don't take the last bite, guy. Don't take the last bite! <laughs> Easy, Vince Neil. That sounded like Axel. <laughs> That's any 80s rocker for me. <laughs> what do you say about me? We were so spoiled with these great rock bands. Yeah, there are no yeah. rock bands now. If you ask a kid who's the greatest like guitar player is right now, they say Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh. She's the number one guitarist. We had like, you know, Slash and Eddie Van Halen and Stevie Vai and Oh yeah, Clapton and Yeah, Cla- all those guys. Clapton and Keith Richards. And, yeah. That doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I mean it does. Who's the best not... band right now? Number one band. Hey Google, who's the number one band? Ask know. your watch. I wouldn't even know. It's true. Ask your watch. Ask your stupid watch. <laughs> Ask your stupid watch who the best band is. Hey, watch. <laughs> hey, Siri, who's the best band? Hey, Siri. Siri? <laughs> Siri! Are you awake? Wake up, you $700 plastic toy. Robot. Oh, there you are. Who is the greatest band in the world, loud environment, sound loud. Let's see. Speaking to it doesn't closely. understand. It doesn't understand. Let's go to the Billboard 100. Hold I on. I didn't know that the iWatches had Siri on them. Don't yeah. you worry about it. Yeah, oh. this thing talks to me. It's a smartwatch. Does everything. Oh, oh, oh wow. Tells me what I like. My, crap, my, crap. Drake's got the first ten spots. Drake. That's, Drake. What was the search term you used? Billboard Hot 100, week of October 21st. Okay. Wow. Drake's got top three. I Doja even... Cat before, never heard of it. Yeah, I know the name Doja Cat. Yeah, sure you do. I like that name, Doja Cat. Is that a woman? And then or you a go man? into Luke Combs. Oh, yeah. I know who Luke Some Combs is. Some guy who's wearing a Marlboro jacket. Is I he? Li- I like no, Luke Combs. But he's wearing a barn coat. Okay. Yeah, see, they're in fashion. See, there's no like rock bands in any of this. It's all Drake dominated. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the world. Like, you're right, Clay. We need more. So you're saying we need more like old school. And then you got Jelly Roll. Right. Crap. You're right, though. There are no, like, pure crap. Like, show bands, as I would call them. Do you know what I mean, Clay? Let's play a Motley Crue song Well, right because now. there are indie rock bands that are very good that get a, quite a bit of play. I don't know. I don't care about them. If they were good, they'd be famous. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying, like, ultra... Yeah, they don't... The fame machine does not work in the favor of the traditional rock band. Anymore. No, what killed that, though? I'll I don't tell know. you what killed it. All right. Boy bands. Okay. Yep. Post grunge crap like Nickelback and Creed. Uh huh. <laughs> and um, manufactured bands. American Idol. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair where, where every every voice now has to be perfect. There are no Bob Dylan and Kirk Cobain's, and they're right. gone. Yeah, you got a point there. Well, I think also like the quest for perfection. I call. Well, it. But not I, everybody that's been on Idol. I mean, like what, what's Clay Aiken doing these days? You know. His voice was beautiful. I had to resent the fact that he had the same name as me. It ruined, it ruined What's, me uh, remember what was the other guy? Ruben. Remember him? 
Yeah, Ruben's he's a, daughter. He's doing all right. Is he doing okay? Yeah, he works at Hertz. <laughs> is he okay? Who else was on the Idol? Like, uh, Ruben Stein. Kelly Clarkson. Was Billy, he the first one that won Idol? Is he okay? Billy from the nursing home again. Remember that? Ruben Stein from the Idol is show. Is he okay? Is he okay? Carrie <laughs> yeah. Underwood. Oh, wow. Yes, okay. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. Huge. She's big. See? Yeah, like They ruined it. Yeah, but you're right. How did Vince Neil come up? The hard well, way. I'll give you my answer of what Go I ahead. think is that uh, those all those bands was Ed Sheeran on Idol? No. Maybe in the in, a, in, in the UK. No, what that other guy was Harry uh, Styles. He was on Idol. Are we sure? In, in England. In, in England. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go, Go ahead. Harry. All I, those bands. Yes. Yeah. The political correct culture wheel shifted. Right. So like all of those bands are all like angry white males who are acting debaucherous. Right. And, yes. And you know. Uh, it's not allowed anymore. Fact, like, Chauvinistic, uh, yeah, right. homophobic, strip clubs, racist, strip club, like all the that's Mustang part, convertibles. Yeah, smoking, kicking people in the face, snakes, snakes, <laughs> liquor, drug yeah. use, but Jack Daniels. Right, but they're all androgynous. Fedoras. They're, yeah, but they're all androgynous. That's the kind of the weird side. Cowboy of it, boots. Right? Yep. Cowboy boots. Newport sweatshirts. No, no Newport sweatshirts. That was, t-shirts. That was yeah. T-shirts at least. Yeah. Well, so what? Well, society, That's over. all of a sudden, people were like, let's stop celebrating this kind of culture and let's shift and do something else. The irony is that the, the hip-hop- What did they shift the to? The hip-hop acts are just as devious, but the, we're, we're more forgiving of that now, right? Right. Um, what what took over, It's though? like, you can't be Motley Crue. We can't be Motley Crue, but you can- Be in sync. Be penis head, if you'd like to <laughs> <laughs> We yeah. will market him- Right. Yeah. So that's my answer. That's why you don't see like the rock bands like like the big popular ones. <clears throat> like, the the fame machine behind a band like yeah, the Crew the, or Guns N' Roses those, or something those like that. Those 80s bands when you really think about it MTV played a monster part in like yes. I mean like you know what I mean like not well, like there's at. plenty of great bands out there now. There is no MTV. But they're they're not on MTV. There's no music like, videos. YouTube, I mean, there is I'm, YouTube. YouTube's MTV. I mean, your phone is MTV. Like the way that they, their their social media campaigns. I are. guess it was just lightning in a bottle, boys, with yeah, Motley Crue and uh, in Skid Row. Could you could you think you could bring MTV back to prominence? Like, what do you do no. to bring a, a channel like it's MTV over. back? It's over. You think so? I think if you create the right personalities, nothing ends. No. Uh, college rock took over. Mike has a good note there. They What's certainly that? did. Uh, that was like REM uh, and like. No, they were around in the in the early eighties though. Yeah, but like they weren't like they you know the tragically hip REM like those types of groups. No, were, like the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, yeah, they were kind of college rock, I believe. They're from Buffalo, but like they were play- all those all the indie rock stuff that started getting played on college radio. It had no Jacob Moran. It shifted. Like those guys got like you know discovered, and that led into grunge. That's how those guys kind of like popped off, you know. No, no. College no, radio. No, no, Dave no. Matthews, would he be part of that world? Uh, that yeah. was after. He, that's after, you know? Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that's better or man? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Whoa! We turned him into Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Ah! <laughs> that's Vince Neil. Yeah, yes. Yeah! <laughs> Can we get a little Molly? Let's take a little Molly break, huh? Sure. What do you want to play? You know what I want. Girl, go don't girl, don't walk away. Just walk away, mad. Girl, that, don't go away. Don't mad. go away, man. Just go away. Girl, don't go away, mad. Girl, just go away. That's correct. It's Motley Crew. It's beautiful, isn't it? Oh yeah, Mike's pulling it up. Uh, it's beautiful, sure. <laughs> uh, what made you want to like pick this one out? 
I was listening to it earlier. <laughs> and you said, man. Man, I... this sounds good. <laughs> All right, well, let's share it with the masses. <laughs> yeah, that's a killer rip right there, Clay. That brings you right back. It does. It, that, bring, that makes me happy. That brings you back to eighth grade. That puts me in like a good mood. Yeah, it's good times out there. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm, feel, I'm listening to too much dream pop. I'm feeling gloomy. I gotta get turn back. the news off. Turn, turn the dream pop down and turn up the crew. And turn the crew up. <laughs> <laughs> get into the, all the bands that you used to love. Cypress mm-hmm. Hill. Right. <laughs> I'm listening to all that. I started listening to all that. Don't stuff bother again. me. I'm listening to Cypress Hill for the next two hours. Kids, this is Cypress Hill. Fucking. <laughs> all of a sudden. Who is that? <laughs> Farng. That was, I was about to say the F word, but Larry Flint stopped me. Went, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
The crew is, but a the crew, yeah, the crew is a special like, thing. like you're in a good mood. Well, the crew's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna kick ass. Yeah, yeah. it was like we're you know, going out tonight. You know? Yeah, bikinis and and booze yeah. and uh, Chicks, cigarettes, booze, cigarettes, and, and hot fun. weather. I think that's what the Vince and money. everything. Vince Neil was like singing men lullabies, you know, like whispering in there, like <laughs> don't go away, man. just go away. He was away. singing you know? men lullabies. He was singing lullabies that spoke to the uh, the the the. Uh, <laughs> he would you should to men. You should induct him into the into the Hall of Fame. Into, I induct thee, Vince Neil, into the men's Hall of Fame, <laughs> the Hall of Fame of men. Could be he sang lullabies to us for all those years. Oh, yeah. He'd, he'd be flattered. We got to take a commercial break. Got ahead. More Willie Zuli returns after these. When your family has suffered a loss, the Sheehy family will be there for you. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes are third generation family owned and operated. The Sheehy family has dedicated many years of their lives serving families throughout Chicago and the Southwest suburbs. The Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Home was incorporated in 1913 as a storefront at 76th and Halstead Street in Chicago. At the time, this was one of the few standalone funeral homes of its kind and was to be the first of many to come bearing the Sheehy name. The founder, Roger Sheehy Sr., was soon joined in business by his three sons, Roger Jr., Jack, and Bob. The four provided a personal service that became a foundation for success. This trademark of service is evident 98 years later as Bob and Jim Sheehy, third generation, own and operate two locations in Orland Park and Burbank. As a family-owned and operated funeral home, the Sheehys believe the one thing that separates them from the others is the personal service they can provide. The name on their sign outside the funeral home should mean something. For them, it's very important that everyone be treated as if they were family, friend, or neighbor, as they very well could be. The Sheehy's entire staff consists of individuals who care about each and every family they serve. Every detail is handled in a professional and personal manner. On a daily basis, the directors Bill Kiley, Micah Rico, and John Sullivan, and all of their other staff take great, great pride in their work, serving families as if they were their own. The Sheehy's pride themselves on offering the highest level of professionalism with every family they serve. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes, here for you since 1913. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Don't touch that dial. The Hoolies Hoolie returns in just a moment. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth, Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. 
The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pick up or delivery. Or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Fox's in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Hey, listeners. I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. Welcome back, Hoolies Hoolies, fourth yep. quarter. We're near the end. Who's your favorite band? My favorite band of all time? Yes. Barry Manilow. Oh, yeah. Bill? It's definitely not Barry Manilow. It's um, Arthur Uria. Oh, it's Uria. Yes. I've always loved him <laughs> since about the last three it's years. A, it's, it's a hard question to answer. It's, it's, yeah, it's like asking who your favorite you know, basketball player is. It's almost too broad where it's not a very good icebreaker anymore. Like, you couldn't go up to someone you've never met before and just look at them and go, what's your favorite band? Yeah. <laughs> They'd think you were crazy. You could if they were over 40. I mean, yeah, you could. Maybe that's my new icebreaker. I'm just going to ask that to people. I would say probably the Stones, yeah, Led Zeppelin, and other uh, than familiar faces. The band is the up who? there for me. The yeah. Who. Yeah. Say, yeah, the band uh, is in my top Jimmy five. Jimmy Hendrix is up there for me. Okay. I like, uh, you uh, know, everybody on and on. on. Has this conversation. Billy Idol is up yes. there. Yeah. Get the dice out. We're talking about everyone's favorite rock band. <laughs> yeah, let's roll. Uh, hey, you know who I saw the other night, Clay? Our old friend Nick Rada got to ring the bell for Rada. Oh yeah. Oh God well, bless. hello Nick. There it is. Bing. Went and visited him over at the bocce ball court, Sonoma Park. Very nice. Pretty nice. I've never been over there to check it out. Did you play bocce? Uh, no. I just got a tour. It's a of game the... of skill. It is. And these people are hardcore about it. Of course. But they've got these indoor courts with a bar. Nice. Flat screen TVs everywhere and leather lounge couches while you can play indoors in the winter. It's nice. Oh, like yeah. It. I love that. Maybe um, I'll spend my winter there. You can. You I can join one. one of the leagues. Um, yeah, they're nice. And But every, but people are taking it oh, it's, serious. Oh, yeah. It's real serious. Over <laughs> you know, there. like, um, which makes it even kind of more entertaining to be around. You know, it's like, shh, real quiet. You know, like, this guy's throwing. You know, like. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, it was cool. And it was fun to see uh, our friend Nick Ureta. Love Who's Nick. doing well. Shout out to him. Any Motley Crue t-shirts? No. Right. I, I got to ask him. He probably sees a lot of those at the Taste of Elmwood Park during the year. Bandanas. Working for the village. Fedoras, Fedoras, for sure. Fedoras, yeah. I wonder, oh, yeah, I, sure. I guarantee you right now, if, if Rada were here, he'd have a 30-minute Fedora story for you. Be like, I know a guy. I know Johnny Fedora. <laughs> be like, you do? Be like, yeah. He, and he is from Addison. You joke about it, but he is. <laughs> and here's who he was. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You know who's not um, from Addison? He was a real jerk. 
Who? Tyler Badgett. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Um, What's their record? Uh, one in five. Well, yeah. Are they one in five? We're playing yeah. the Raiders. And I said, will they win five games? And you laughed at me. I said they were going to win like 10 games. Yeah, <laughs> I had some outlandish, hopeful, How many crazy. games do they have left? 10? But however, yes. however. Part... Will they win four of those? No. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. Part of my revelation may come true because if you go back to prior episodes, I did predict that Fields was going to get hurt. And yes. That, and that Badgett was going to come in. And be the next time Brady. And be the next Brett Favre, Brady. <laughs> Hold on. Listen. Kurt Warner. Will the Bears win two more games? Yes. I think Badgett. Uh, two out of ten. I think I think they get invigorated under this Badgett for a game or two, and they might win one of the next. They have a good shot at winning against the Raiders, I think. I don't, you like, didn't think he won the Super Garoppolo Bowl? Garoppolo is not playing, I don't think. Oh, he isn't? I don't think so. So, like, it'll be, it's going to be an little, I don't, I think, uh, you know, what's his name? The wide Chargers, receiver. Saints, Panthers, Lions, Chargers, they Vikings. lose. Saints, they yeah. lose. Oh, this is who's left on the Bears schedule? Yeah. Vikings, they lose. <sighs> Detroit, they'll Browns, beat both times. Cardinals, Falcons, Cardinals, Packers. Cardinals, they might beat. Falcons, they have a chance. Yeah, see, like, right. I don't think, like, listen, the NFL's weird. People get hot, you know? Um... And they might be they they might just play differently and have a different chemistry under Badgett. You never know. It's over. We're gonna find out. I said that one drive that he had last week when he first got like when, I think it was a second series into the game. Uh, he looked fired up and like kind of looked a little bit more. He had that flutter ball at the end of the game. I'll give him that. That was kind of bad, but through that duck. Uh, yeah, that was a rookie rookie mistake for sure. He should have just thrown it out of bounds. But four of those losses they've lost. It was it's been by ten points or less. So they've kept it kind of close. Yeah. What a sad conversation to have about. Uh, we've we're. I mean, they're doing great even though they're losing. It's but it now it's like a, a, the laughing stock. I'm gonna go every, ahead and league. say they're gonna lose. Seven out of the next. 10. I want them to lose everything. I want the first and second that pick in next year's draft. Yeah, but now they're saying this this Caleb Williams, who's supposed to be the, you know, he's the stud that Notre Dame just completely dismantled. By the way, USC got trucked by yeah, NBA. Yeah, saw that. Yes. Um, and this guy's going to be the number one pick, and he's saying he doesn't want to play for the Bears. He's he's this guy's throwing out demands, and is he eligible for another year if he wants can he some people have said that he could make more NIL money playing another year of college than he could if he wanted to go pro at this point that's where NIL comes in now yeah uh and i read something i don't know if this is fake news or what but some outlandish statement that said that Caleb Williams says that he wants to be offered as part of his contract ownership. a piece of ownership for the from the team that he plays for I, come I on i don't think so that's got to be uh, you know parody go, of some go kind. scratch I mean, but, could, yeah, go uh, scratch is right. Yeah, no. Go scratch, hey, Caleb. Go scratch. Yeah. But like, d- is that even going to be the guy? Like, like you don't know. Like the NFL's wonky. Look at like Purdy. You know, you get lucky. Purdy gets like the, the the Niners have this whole QB debacle. Purdy steps in, boom, they're good. Like, I got to keep the hope up that that, that Badgett's going to jump in and fire these kids up. And then, and then you know, who cares where he played college ball? The guy was amazing. Yeah. You know, like I don't think it—it ha- it doesn't matter. It's the NFL. It does it's different. matter. It's different. Uh, and Your our- line sucks. Thank you, Mike. And th- th- here's the other thing: this is Chicago. There's a lot of pressure here. It's not like going and being a third string in you know some small hoedunk city. And, you know, like this is a big time market. There's eyes all over him. The pressure. We'll see what kind of you know cojones he's got this week. Oh, Ooh. listen to Billy Bears boy. Billy Cojones. We're gonna see what kind of cojones. See, this I'm is just, Chicago. They're, they're just like got so- it, guy. They're just shit. What you're made just of. so bad. It's just ugh. I hate I. I've, I've Eberflus is just. I mean I can't even look at him anymore. 
Yeah. You don't have to. That's a nice part. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even look at Eberflus. I can't. If he <laughs> came on the it. sideline wearing that Marlboro hoodie or that Newport sweatshirt, I might change my mind about him. Yeah, that would he, fire up the team. What if he, Mike he came out Mike with McDaniel the, would do that. If he came out wearing the Newport sweatshirt and they won 10 games in a row. You got it. Newport would be so happy. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many people would be wearing Newport Everyone, sweatshirts in this city? There's a, there's, a new, there's a new problem at the stadium. Newport would people sweep the city. <laughs> people have started smoking in the stadium again. It's all because and they're of allowing it. It's because of Eberflus wearing the Newport sweatshirt. All the players have stopped. What if, what if they're, they're all smoking? Like, don't they have? But like, I don't know. Like, are there any brands like in Europe We're that are smoking? Do cigarette brands during the it? God Bless America? They all smoke. <laughs> yeah, everyone stops and lights up. <laughs> Do, are there any cigarette brands that sponsor any like, soccer teams? A, lighter, a universal puff across Sorry, the Bill, whole stadium. We're cutting Bill are there off. any cigarettes? Like, do they? Are there any? Like, it's funny you say that. Brands I, that do anything in Europe. Listen, I was watching. We're not that far off down the line, maybe here in the states. I'm into I'm into soccer. Now. I was watching a soccer match, and uh, there was two people smoking in the stands. I wanted to take a picture of it oh. and send it to you. They must have yeah, been two women, so women. comfortable. Uh, they love life. It was in the Netherlands. Well, we're at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's always there, isn't it? Yeah. Where all the tranquility is. We're at the end of a program. Aye. If you've enjoyed this silly hour, you can find archives if you go to hibernianradio.org or you can search for us at iTunes under Hooley's Hooley Show, H-O-O-L-E-Y. want to thank our sponsors again. That's Fox's Beverly Pizza, Flood Brothers Disposal, Madden Funds, and Guinness Irish Stout. Ooh, we're going to, is this OMD? It's a little OMD in honor of my 80s dream pop John Hughes week. Obsession. Obsession. Till next week. Bye. Bye.